Kindness the kingdom and the power and the glory, the glory forever. forever. Amen. Amen. We're in the book of Acts in a series entitled Sent. The book of Acts is about the acts of the Holy Spirit in the work of the people of the way early on. In Acts chapter 12, the people of the way finally get a name as the movement builds momentum and finds itself in the city of Antioch, which is non-Jewish territory, it's Gentile territory, the Romans called this powerful movement Christians. Up until this point, it was just a movement of people called the way of God and Jesus Christ. And it was the Romans who anointed them with the name Christians. And I think one of the reasons they did that was as soon as you can name something, you may be able to contain something. So this powerful story is building momentum. And so is this ragtag group of folks that I'm looking at right now, myself included, called Placentia Presbyterian Church. Let's take a look at scriptures. You may have guessed we're going to focus on these kind of texts for a few weeks because the power of the first 11 chapters of the book of Acts and even the whole book is about the momentum of this movement going out further and further and further and further and further and further. In other words, the inertia and the energy is not looking inward. The inertia and the energy is always outward focused. And that's the message for us today. All right, so here's our first text. It's rather lengthy. It's one sentence long. Um, thank you very much. But the Word of God continued to spread and to flourish. Acts chapter 12, verse 24. Second text, Acts chapter 13, verse 49. Fairly similar, lengthy text, one sentence. The Word of the Lord spread through the whole region. The momentum continues. The inertia and the energy is always going out. The people of the way. We have to be careful that we don't domesticate ourselves and call ourselves Christians and only focus internally because that is the death of the momentum of a movement. Let's pray. Loving and holy God, what does momentum mean in 2020? How does the Spirit of God enact energy and inertia to out us as sent people? It's our gift. It's our blessing. It's your hands and feet at work in the world. We are at a pivot point, And we see your Spirit turning, even in our midst. Thanks be and praise be to God, in whose strong name we pray. Amen. All right, geography lesson. Ready? Mississippi River. Who can spell it? Remember that song? Okay, so we're doing good so far. Um, now, and I realize that there are watersheds on the West Coast, but being a Midwestern guy, I, I figured for this day I better stay with what I know, which is the Mississippi River. Anybody know where the Mississippi River starts? 
Thank you, my friend from northern Minnesota, or perhaps Minnesota, eh? Yeah, it starts as a trickle. Listen to the language. It starts as a tiny little trickle up in northern Minnesota flowing out of one of 10,000 lakes called Lake Itasca. From there, the river flows 2,348 miles, gaining momentum with the current all the way through until it opens up and pours itself out in the Gulf of Mexico, just below, do you know what city? New Orleans. You guys are on it today. One of the coolest things I remember seeing in, as a pastor in Minneapolis uh, years and years ago, our church had a really strong connection with Habitat for Humanity. And this, is this not the greatest branded effort you've ever heard? And you may remember this or heard it. They decided, Habitat for Humanity, that they would rent a barge and start up in northern Minnesota and make their way all the way down Minnesota with local Habitat chapters building a house on the barge until they arrived at their destination location in the deep south and they moved the house that was completely built onto its foundation. Is that not the coolest thing you've ever heard? That's, that's called a church being sent. Capital C. Love that. Now, the other interesting thing about the Mississippi River is that it drains 33 states, which is important in the springtime with snowmelt, and even in heavy rain types of occurrences. The watershed of the Mississippi River covers one half of the nation. So yeah, a little geography, I suppose. Topography never hurts in understanding the role of the current of a momentum. Its inertia is always going somewhere. It's never focused on self. It's always headed out. Which is the point of the movement of the people of God called church. We are apostolic. We're, we're just sent out. And for some, it's a transition. It's a little, it kind of it messes with our view of church. I looked up the word momentum in the dictionary. I still have an app for that. And it works. Thank you, more comedy. I write my own. It's a noun. Here's what it says. It's the force or speed of movement. Impetus. As of a physical object, or catch this, course of events. In other words, a momentum could be not just objects, but the course of a series of events, the book of Acts. The dictionary also had this final sentence, and it captured my imagination. You ready for it? It can be gained, or it can be lost. It depends on the participants. So this morning, I'd like to talk about momentum. We have momentum here. I believe we're at a pivot point in the life of this church. I can see it. I can feel it. 
It's obvious. In fact, the last... Man, it's almost been an hour. Has been an exhibition of a movement of the people of God. So let's take a quick peek at these two verses and I'll tether them together because they speak to us about the power of a movement and its momentum. First thing I want to say out of the first text is when the momentum of a movement grows, please hear me on this, it never forgets how it began. It never forgets the starting point. It never forgets its origins. It never forgets its past. It builds on it. Today we celebrate the 108th congregational meeting of the Placent- blah, 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 blah. The Placentia Presbyterian Church. 108. You know, I don't think there's one church that we read about in the Scriptures that lasted 108 years. That's why we do study tours to go look at the ruins. It's unheard of. Because as momentum goes and grows, it continues. But we still remember our birthplace. The origins with profound gratitude and thanks. We build on the memory of the heritage That never, ever, ever goes away, nor does it ever, ever, ever diminish the work of those of the past. The flow of the book of Acts is that the first 10 or 11 chapters speak of the movement of the faith, initially people of the way, in their hometown right in their neighborhood. But it begins to step outside of that in chapter 11. There's a move from Jerusalem and the Jewish folks. Folks like you and me, our people, our tribe, our clan. And it steps out of that to recognize Gentile folks in Antioch. And the Romans started getting worried about this. So they named the movement Christians as a way to try and contain it. In fact, if you look at chapters 11 and 12 and read all the way through there and look at the details and the flow of the story, the Romans were afraid of the movement. They were afraid of the momentum. They were afraid of the current. And they wanted to halt it. So they named it. These are Christians. And then they put a guy, one of the central speakers in jail, Peter. And there's an amazing story in the book of Acts, chapter 11 and primarily 12. Peter is put in prison for only doing what God told him to do, which is to be sent. Go out. Scram. Vamanos. So he's sitting in prison in the middle of the night, fearing for his life. He's literally chained one arm to one guard, another arm to another guard, and they're trying to sleep. I have a hard enough time sleeping with Don next to me. 
I'm not done yet. And she has a really heck of a hard time sleeping next to me because I'm told I snore, I don't believe it. Anyway, these three fellows are trying to sleep chained up to one another. I don't know about you, but if I'm in that situation, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm probably having a pity party. I'm probably a little bit irritated. Upset? God, where are you? You sent me out for what? This is the payoff? Are you stinking kidding me? Yet in the middle of the night, the story unfolds and it's a miraculous release. All of a sudden, he's visited. Peter's visited by a couple of visitors. We call them angels. The other two guys don't wake up. He miraculously, unbeknownst to him, all of a sudden finds his handcuffs, one to each person, released. And then the door for the prison opening up and he walks out and he leaves. Middle of the night. Nobody's woken. He leaves all by himself. He goes to the house where the disciples are. He knocks on the front door and a young gal named Rhoda opens the door. And she's like, Peter, what are you doing here? I thought you were in jail. She's so flustered, so out of her mind, what am I doing? Is this a ghost? She closes the door in Peter's face, which frankly I might do too. After all, it is the middle of the night. She runs back and she says, hey, you're never going to guess who's at the door. Peter. And they're like, no, he ain't there. You're just a teenager. I'm not going to listen to you. Sure enough, there's Peter. What I find powerful about this story is that right there, the Word of God continued to increase and spread. This is at a moment in the life of the movement known as people of the way stepping outside. The river of grace is about to jump bank and go to new places. And yet this story right here is profoundly important for a church that's 108 years old. Because it's a way for the writers of Scripture to, to say publicly that even when the Holy Spirit jumps river and goes to new places, the starting point of Jerusalem is important. You are not ever forgotten. Peter being released miraculously from prison in Jerusalem is a statement from God to the people who have gone before that no matter what you've done before, all the great accomplishments, you will not be forgotten. But the river of grace is about to jump its banks. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. And please don't try and halt it. In the words of Gamaliel in a sermon that Alfredo preached, you will only find yourselves wrestling against God. In other words, try and stop it. Good luck. It ain't going to happen. The Spirit goes where the Spirit wants. You see, when the momentum of a movement grows, it doesn't forget. 
where it began. It builds on it. The legacy isn't diminished. It's respected. The legacy isn't set aside. It's appreciated with deep and profound gratitude. But the momentum builds generation to generation to generation. That's the first aspect of a momentum that I think is very pastorally important to hear. Did you receive that message? 108-year-old PPC? This is the time you would say, yeah, I heard you. Did you catch that? You tracking? You sure? The second thing about this text is interesting. When the momentum of a movement grows, it in fact does jump the banks of a river named Grace to establish new tributaries that inspire life. You see, immediately after this story of Peter's miraculous release, which is a love letter to Jerusalem to say, you're never going to be forgotten. Nor will 108 years of PPC ever be forgotten. Barnabas and Saul are immediately commissioned and sent out from Placentia to new territory. They're sent to the island of Cyprus and then they're sent to Antioch. And again, the second text I read this morning Acts chapter 13, verses 40, verse 49. While they're there, miracle of all miracles, the word of the Lord spread through the whole region there. Thanks be to God. Over the last couple of weeks, unbeknownst to any of us, have been a series and strings of serendipity Holy Spirit events that have left me speechless. You see, two weeks ago, about literally two weeks ago, the elders, the deacons, staff all got together for a staff retreat. And we're trying to put on our 2020 vision. I got my glasses again. You know, we're trying... What's the one thing that you have for us, Christ? And the, the way we did this was we used a process, and I'm not sure I mentioned this. If I did, it's worth repeating. We used a methodology called figure storming because we wanted to be able to bring a sense of unity in the midst of all of our diverse initiatives. Um, we wanted to be able to create an experience where as passionate as everyone is about the thing that they're passionate about, it's really hard to lead a church with a focus that builds momentum if everyone is operating out of their own sense of their own idea for where we all ought to be. In other words, one person's experience too easily can become everyone else's obligation and it's really hard 
to paddle a boat down a river and be organized enough to be ready to jump the river banks of grace to navigate new tributaries and territories. So we worked really hard <laughs> at taking our own ideas that become everybody else's obligation to say, God, Christ, we want to see your idea for us. We want to take this off and put these on. That's kind of bold. And the amazing thing happened. It worked. It happened. And I got to be honest with you, I didn't expect it. I didn't see it coming. And not only did it work, it worked in ways that no one thought it was going to end up being. Myself included. Last Tuesday night, the same group of folks gathered together to go from three initiatives to try to narrow it down to one. So we were talking about community outreach, inclusivity, and, and uh, ministries to children, youth, and families. Three initiatives. Nothing really new there. But we thought, you know, to really have laser-like focus, to move ahead, let's, let's risk asking the Spirit of God to give us one primary focus. And we believe God did. We believe we heard the Holy Spirit of God through the eyes of Jesus Christ to the glory of God say, hey PPC, focus on community connections. This is the part where I was com completely astounded. Because we've never ever, since I've been here six years now, been able to narrow a focus down to one thing. And not only have we never been able to narrow it down to one thing, we had a hard time getting it down to three or four things. And what I need to tell you today that profoundly blew the socks off your pastor's feet was that for three straight days, the consensus was 100%. Words like mandate were affirmed. Didn't see that one coming. And you know what else they did? The leadership, all of us collectively? We remembered Michael Young coming and standing right here two weeks ago. The day after we started this initial process. And he said one very powerful thing. He said one of the reasons he's a principal is that he wants to inspire students. I'm thinking to myself, isn't that the same thing that we're trying to do? To love people to life in Jesus Christ? That's called inspiration. It's relevant, it's relational, and it's bold. So your leadership took it one step further and said, let's, let's focus community connections and begin with Kramer Middle School. 
So today I stand before you with a confession and a testimony. I'm humbled. I'm in awe. And quite honestly, i got to tell you, I'm more enthusiastic than I ever have been about being a pastor here at PPC. <laughs> who, who said that? Was that Craig? Craig, was that you? You know what? Can I tell you something funny? Dude, when we candidated here, Don and I sat in the back row and Karen Mahoney spotted us and uh, already outed us, I'm sure, and you know, Steve and Judy Helper are back in the same location. <laughs> Good to see you still, guys. You know, Don and I are like, we kind of like those guys, at least they look our age, um, which is never a given in 108-year-old Presbyterian churches. But you gave an update on where you were in the search, and you did that exact sound. Woohoo! <laughs> to this day, I still remember it. couple more things, then I'll quit. So that to me is a banner year, uh, five, six years, basically. But then two days later, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag on this one, but uh, I had, a, I had a, uh, another profoundly emotional experience. I was able to go with a really good friend and watch God perform a miracle in the life of a family of someone in this room. And when it was all over, the second time in three days, I could feel these weird little droplets of water gathering in the corners of my eye and sprinting down my face. And then yesterday, for those of you who were here, a memorial service for Dai or Dai Li, whichever you prefer. Usually when you perform memorial services, you try to comfort the family. But the profound role reversal was that by the end of that service, the family had blessed everybody in this room. An 85-year-old guy comes to comes to Christ and is baptized when he's 85 years old. And he spent the next seven years of his life growing, deeply growing in discipleship. A guy who wasn't concerned about anything other than, Len, you nailed it as usual, keeping his eyes focused on Jesus Christ and on no one or nothing else, including his big thing. His big thing was just being a humble team player in the movement of the momentum of the current of the Holy Spirit at a church, a tiny little church called PPC. And it was awe-inspiring. I was a hot mess. I, got, I had tears. I'm going to have to dry clean my robe, which I hardly ever wear wiping my eyes and gratefully Alfredo was the next to speak and I said I can't do anything you're up what a delightful serendipity of the hand of God at work amongst us 
I got more, but I'm going to finish. Three times this week, tears flooded the corners of my eyes, sprinted down my face. And I didn't see any one of them coming. But it was just the work of God. It's a pivot moment for us, folks. I'll say more in a few moments at the annual meeting. But your leadership is inviting you to take a boat ride with the momentum of the Holy Spirit current that is sending us outside and downstream to jump the banks of a river called grace. That's what it means to be sent. That's what it means to have momentum gained, not lost. Not lost, but gained. Thanks be to God, and you're loved. Let's pray. When a gathering of people keep their eyes focused on Jesus the Christ and on no one or anything else, unity happens. Community happens. And mission happens.